Hi there, this is Tell Me About Your Elf. It's a show where I interview people and the characters they play in Dungeons and Dragons and other similar role-playing games. I'm your host, Cole Laster, and today's guest is... If you're a fan of the show, you might uh, remember, maybe we've mentioned names every now and then, but the DM to our campaign with Androste and with Beecher, and and Beecher's... Oh, hello, Tulip. And Beecher's uh, brother, uh, Alex, is here today. And uh, Alex... Tell me about your elf. Uh, hey. Uh, well, not an elf. Uh, actually, the tallest character you've probably had so far. I got a good old Goliath. His name is, we get the voice, Thokon Goodbook Christianatai. That is not the voice I expected out of a Goliath. No, yeah. see, I, I like to project when I'm, you know, he's he's a tall, a tall, powerful man, mm -hmm. which is always something fun to experiment with as a tall, powerful man myself. <laughs> You are probably, I mean, I some of the uh, the remote interviews I've done, I obviously don't get to see the heights of person, but so far, yes, you are the tallest <laughs> I've recorded, like, elf, air quote, and also physical person, I guess, so, uh, uh, yeah, so what can you tell me about, what was the name, Thokon? Thokon. Thokon, yeah, all right. It's, uh, like, that's, that's, that was actually the hardest part of the character, because I remember reading... My my DM uh, mm. personally mentioned he's like he's like you might enjoy Goliath and I was like yeah I'll look into it and I remember reading the naming conventions and it was like it was actually versus most other names in the the book it's very specific it's like there are this many syllables to the first name and then they have a nickname and then there's usually three syllables in the last one and I'm like oh no what? I need to yeah I was like I need to kind of think this one out now and so actually I should probably go back and be why his name is what it is. Because he is a cleric, mm. uh, cleric of war, of course, Goliath. They're yeah. going to crack some skulls. You know how they are. Of course. And uh, I remember it all started when I was just reading because a new campaign, new characters. I'm looking through the book, and I remember, man, I need to go way back for this one, actually. So I was in a, <laughs> I was in a, a Greek Orthodox church where we all find ourselves in at of some course. point in our lives, of yeah. course. And I remember seeing this gigantic, ornate metal Bible, like gilded, gold-plated Bible. And I was mm. like, I looked at it, and I said, man could probably do some damage with that if you swung it with some force and then i started thinking and i'm like you know if some just what if what what if what if so all of a sudden i just i text my dm i'm like could i have as my cleric's simple weapon a steel plated bible of just yeah just a book like yeah, it's just, as simple as i can think of the good book if you will i like to lay down the good book and then, of course, as I'm always a fan of wordplay, well, Thokon, I just like, that's a cool name. Yeah. And then, of course, wordplay, love it. Uh, Chris Diana Ty is a very thinly veiled Christianity. Christianity. Yeah. Yep. And so I said, you know what? He is going to, in my mind, I imagine him kind of being like a Mormon almost. He's just going to like, not more of a Jehovah's Witness, like door to door, like, hello, can I preach to you the good mm. book? You know, He's a proselytizing just, type. Yeah. But the thing is, he wouldn't do it so much door to door as it was skull to skull. He would start, oh you know, God. just popping down bandits left and right and be like last guy left he's like so you saw what i just did right <laughs> you know how you could do it too it's i think i've heard this before it's like if you were to meet your maker today would you be prepared and normally you you, uh, you might sit there and think well that's not gonna happen this sounds like the guy who would make it happen um, I'm also getting pictures i don't know the name of his character but uh, oh, bro oh brother where are thou john goodman's character He's supposed to be the oh. the Cyclops, but yeah. he's like a Bible salesman, and uh, winds up kicking the, the shit out of. Yeah, it's just I just thought it was so funny to have like because you know you're reading clerics and you think holy man, and I'm like then you read war cleric and you're like oh it's a holy man whose holy mission is kicking a shitload of ass. 
Yes. I was like, am I allowed to swear on this? I go through and I'll, I'll cut them out. Okay. But you can as much as you like. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I just thought like the just the the juxtaposition of just like I love God and also you're gonna die today. Yeah. Was something I found just funny to I'm me. I'm here to least. preach God and to kick it. And <laughs> I have I a have lot pl- of God to spare. Both. But, <laughs> <laughs> I <play> both. but <laughs> I. Uh, but yeah, I think the main thing was like the the second the second I get the approval on like yes you may start cracking skulls of steel plated Bible and I'm mm-hmm. like yep that's the character I'm like he has he has a nice little chainmail shirt a mm-hmm. pleasant little black tie and he is just gonna go and he's gonna start preaching and I uh, I remember what was it uh, you know, you'll edit this out so dead air doesn't like happen right more or less no uh, no or yes you do <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> oh no depends on the length of it yeah essentially. So about how tall is he? Like, uh, I know very little about Goliath. Goliaths are generally seven to eight, and so I said I'll do some middle ground there. Seven foot eight. Sounds okay, about yeah. right. <laughs> that sounds that sounds about correct. And yeah. that that's one thing I found funny doing is playing a tall character because all of a sudden, well, more than tall, he's he's yeah, a he's giant, huge. he's a Goliath, yeah. if you will. Yeah. And it's just funny when you're he's walking like in town, and everything you do, people like you come up to a person. Now imagine you're knock on your door, you know. Oh my can god! Can I can I tell you about the the church of this? But all of a sudden they're eight feet tall and bulging with muscles, and you're like, oh, sh- I guess yeah, that sounds your god <laughs> like, sounds pretty cool. You I open guess. the door and it's his chest. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're you're a lot more likely to kind of have to feel you mm-hmm. agree when they're like could crush you with their thumb. You're like, yeah. oh no no no. Like depending on the laws of the land. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm the thi- listen. The thing the funny thing was trying to justify it though because like you read in the book of course I'm very much a stickler for what it says in the book I gotta flavor it right you know it's like you know Goliaths aren't generally like a magical people and you know divine magic especially is kind of a weird thing but I figured you know he just was classic Goliath like raiding party just mm-hmm. you know sacks a caravan or sacks some bandits and he finds just this this Bible yeah. of uh, the God of Tempest which I'll get into why I picked Tempest of course uh, and he read it and he's like this God is of war and he sounds pretty rad i really like this and so he just brought it back to his little tribe and he's like everyone you gotta read the book you gotta read it and eventually he just Have i got a story <laughs> for you it's like Boys? a chick track yeah <laughs> so uh you know sits them all down and just eventually converts his whole tribe to just warriors of tempest of course and i picked tempest because that was funny because i in my mind in my mind he uh there are some missing pages because tempest is like usually a, a neutral god mm. he wouldn't really change anything but he's just like Nope, Tempest is helping me. I am his chosen one. I am his savior. You better bow down to him. So missing some pages, but God, if he didn't just steel plate it and start mm. smashing some heads. Okay, so I guess the favored weapon questions nipped in the bud. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's always fun. And that's the great thing I love about picking cleric, too, is that you get all these enchantments. They're like, oh, I make it magical. So now you're like, mm. I'm overcoming resistances with it. The, the book is blessed so, by so, Tempest. What is it, like divine weapon or something the, like magi- that? Magic weapon. Magic, magic weapon, weapon is one, and then there's like there's divine like three weapon. three different ones. Okay, so he converted his tribe. Was that like an easy process? or? Uh, they all took to it surprisingly well when it became... Again, because I love reading what it says in the book, and I'm like, mm-hmm. how can I exploit this and make it silly? Because I'm, I like to be a funny man. Yeah. And I read like Goliath's love competition, so all of a sudden it turned into a competition of who can convert more followers to Tempest. And then he's like, well, guess who's I better set most, up on <laughs> who's the most holy, who's the most righteous. <laughs> exactly. So now all of a sudden they're like, oh no, I love Tempest way better than you, bro. Bro, Tempest, me and him, <laughs> tight. You know. So all of a sudden, like they 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 took to it immediately. It's like, like a southern <laughs> frat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I love Jesus more than you do. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so yeah just natural fighters of course take to that of like a god who's like yeah just just kill i just chill <laughs> just just, just kill. do it just do it i like it it's pretty cool i think and so they just Send took to, to me <laughs> and so of course he just that's why he set off his adventure he like there's he had like a, a rival and he's like oh, i'm gonna go and i'm gonna i'm gonna convert a whole army and i'm gonna bring him back here and he's like oh i'm gonna do it too and so they kind of like both set off in their separate ways to go so do it sounds that. like almost like bringing like this uh bringing tempest to his crowd like set them apart in a ways or put them at edge to, towards each other you know, I didn't really. Yeah, they, yeah. I think it kind of did. Yeah, but like, if they're it's weird how that, that works. <laughs> like they are now bonded in their desire, their desire. to one up each other. Which I guess that's that is like it. We just change the context of it instead of breaking heads. You're changing them. I don't know. Like yeah, it's 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 funny too because you look at it and it's it's you know most most church religions are like oh yeah I'm gonna make you better or or like I'll I'll give you enlightenment. And this one just like. I just want to see some bloodshed. And so it's like, they're not really making the world a better place at all, which is like, and I think uh, part of what drew me to the character is because I believe you've talked about before how like we all like kind of work things out in our own personal characters, like make mm. character work. And it's, Oh, so you've listened th- to the show. I <laughs> no, know, <I'm> right? <laughs> I, um, and it's funny because sort of the inspiration is drawing back on my edgy teenager atheist phase where I'm like, yeah, man, religion, whatever, dude. Yeah, it's stupid, and they all just do bloodshed. So, uh, mm. like, a little bit of inspiration came from that, I think, yeah. of just being like, dude, uh, Christians, whatever, yeah, y'all created so many wars, uh. mm. So there's there's a little bit of that there still, because got to work out those yeah. edgy child demons sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you got you to gotta work stuff out, which I got to say, like, being that guy now, it is so hard to make a new character, because I'm sitting there going, like, what am I saying about myself in this one? Oh, yeah, <laughs> so it's like, it's like what, what, what personal flaw am I uh, like, hmm. going to work through what, today? Like, what am I going to spend months of my life working through? <laughs> which which demon am I bringing to this one? Which crippling emotion yeah. am I going to put myself <laughs> which through? Which insecurity am I? Which, <laughs> oh, man. Is it the depression this time? Yeah. No. No, it's <laughs> That was my. That was laser. <laughs> that was. La- <laughs> what was his childhood like? Pretty like standard, lifestyle. you know. You you start up, come out of the womb. massive womb, and you the you, tent. <laughs> yeah, the, the tent. Oh god! And uh, they hand you your dagger, and they're like, "Go, go!" And so he was like, "Go, I shall." <laughs> of course, he didn't say that. He was more like, nah, but you know, it was uh, <laughs> But yeah, childhood. You know, again, stand, very, very much of his standard Goliath, all until just like that book. It's all about that book. You know, it's just, and that is, I think, how, like, again, the, the edgy hmm. child in me is like, ugh, crucial. It's like, you know, all of a sudden you have those friends you grow up with, and all of a sudden they're like, you got to come with me to church yep. every Sunday, and they change a lot, and you're like, you, you're like, oh, that's it, not it me be, anymore. It can be polarizing to a friend group, and much like, like, that quite literally happened in real life. It's, I feel like it's relatable, especially if you're, I didn't want to say on the wrong side of things, because, like, <laughs> the wrong side of the law in this one, but, like, Growing up in the Bible Belt, it can be polarizing if you don't necessarily <laughs> agree, agree with certain yeah, things. Yeah, it's uh, ostracizing it is, I believe, what the word yeah. <laughs> some might call it. Especially if you live in rural regions. But, yeah, especially when they're, the street you live on has three churches all within a point yeah. oh five mile radius. Yeah, and you're like, man, do we really need three of them? But okay. Like, okay. Like, I guess you, I mean, same street probably has like three family dollars, but, mm-hmm. you know, what's the difference, I guess? But I am actually literally thinking of a street in Macon that has like three churches right next to each other, and oh, then yeah, there's no, like, like a Family Dollar, or Dollar General, and then like. Oh no, that thing is where I grew up. It's like you you take a right out, and then all of a sudden you have the you have Brattleton Mountain Baptist, then mm-hmm. you have Brattleton Mountain Methodist, and then you got your old uh, your Protestant right across the street, mm-hmm. and it's like somehow it works. They yeah. make it work. Yeah, <laughs> it's like all that turf is really claimed. 
that was uh like i can relate to this feeling like i quite, wasn't quite as edgy with it i was mm-hmm. because again like i was the tired just like yeah like i'm gonna i'm gonna nod and agree and stuff like that mm-hmm. because again like it's polarizing oh yeah but um i just i just it remember, can be a tough thing yeah, to yeah i remember the questions when you like you're growing up and like so uh what's your you think you think you came from monkeys yeah and you're like if monkeys no, are it's not, it's they're not still around yeah so like again it's it's always good to work out the edgy child demons for yeah sure. it's it's kind of like we were talking earlier about like man i wish i liked football like <laughs> right yeah it's like i man, wish it's, I yeah because that's the thing is like i don't i don't want to say like i'm not knocking religion like i'm glad that some people have some it. people and I res- need it I, in a weird way i respect it a lot because i mm-hmm. wish i had like because there's a sense of community too and that's the mm-hmm. thing i do actually respect a lot about it just like with thokon like there's a sense of community and it brings people together absolutely and i respect the hell out, the hell out of that <laughs> and uh appropriate word choice i guess <laughs> right like you were saying earlier before this uh, about how like man I, like everyone like just loves football and I wish Everybody I could get into it. It's like, it. You, like you wish you could because it's just like it's it's a club and you're almost not invited. Like you could invite yourself at any time, but you wouldn't yeah, fit in. It's you know it's, it, it's like coming into a movie about halfway through or maybe like if somebody was trying to get into Marvel now. Oh like, yeah, I know <laughs> nothing about it. Like boy, howdy, you are oh, coming in at a very bad time. Here's, here's like, about thirty movies, and uh, don't get attached to any of them. Good, good, like <laughs> bad, bad choice. Uh, there's one of them that just all of it. So um, I guess it is almost its own bible at this point. With as many, yeah, it has has a few fans. Yeah, a has, few, just a few. A little bit. And man, will they fight to the death about it? Oh god, um, yep. Oh man, they're, so, they're they're okay movies. Yeah, they're all right. They're good flicks. Yeah. I like the Captain America ones. Yeah, God, gotta love me some Captain America. Right? But oh, Captain uh, American, I just <laughs> Captain American. I like I like Mister Patriot. Um, <laughs> that's somebody else. But I love Doctor Bill of Rights. <laughs> Senior, <laughs> the third. Uh, so what are some of your favorite moments, like character moments, as Thokon? Um, I think uh, coming out of the world, it's while he was a violent murderer more or less he still is like i don't want to say naive but innocent in a sense mm-hmm. just like this bright-eyed bushy-tailed like just gotta believe it's like if you fight to the death and you and you and you are on the righteous side then you will meet tempest and i remember <laughs> you the, are waiting in Valhalla. <laughs> the, the very first uh the very first combat my dm ran we uh we just all were like you know new party we all just like happen to see the same notice on the board you know mm-hmm. we're like oh okay like well watch me this time so we're the all going out Craigslist. and i'm like you know so i come out and i'm like take out the book and i smash their skull and then there's one guy left and we're like well i guess we're gonna take him back to the the town constable right and i remember being very much i am like no you you settle things with combat laws don't work you know so i remember everything is legal <laughs> when the cops aren't around i remember what happened was i took the, i took the last bandit because again this is my mo as i say now you saw what I've just done to your friends lying on heaps on the floor and can I tell you about the good book of Tempest and I just open him up to my favorite pa- passage right and the guy again I'm eight foot tall and I have just clearly murdered mm-hmm. multiple men pretty handily and he's like uh okay and so then you know we take the bandit back to town to like face the crimes and mm-hmm. like you know and I'm like he, the the constable's like oh yeah here I'll give you a, I'll give you a little sentence and I'm like he will do trial by combat if he is worthy and Tempest deems him so, which of course Tempest is neutral, he doesn't yeah. care. Um, if Tempest deems him so, he will win out. It will be fine. And it was not fine. It was you as a DM know bandits don't have the greatest challenge no, they, rating there. They, they go don't. down 
they're kind of like butter, especially yeah, to like bit. a higher level guard type person. Mm-hmm. So he just died, and I went, "Whoops! I guess Tempest didn't like him." <laughs> you know, and just that was, that was my mo. Like I would, I look, had, I'm just saying, my hands are tight. I had I little didn't... pamphlets. I would just have a map back to my uh my, not a what's the word I'm looking for the uh temple. I guess the Goliath temple, temple I had started back at my little chapel, back at my little mountain village. And I would have little pamphlets. I'd be like, you know, hey, go check it out. Pariah. Yeah. Which probably, like, in retrospect, just handing out, like, here is my home. Go check it out to bandits I've just, like, slaughtered. You know, retrospect, not the greatest idea. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's probably not too much, right? (laughs) But he, again, he's he's like, no. Women and children? Yeah, they're here. He would take people, if if they said, okay, I'll believe in Tempest. He's like, yes, I believe you. There is no way you're lying to me now. Mm -hmm. He's immediately like, I believe you. I trust you. I believe every single word you say from this point on. Even if they're like, uh, yeah, I believe in them. I think, and this is just awful, but I think my favorite moments were just how he would just so blatantly screw npcs just mm. like like with the band that i just mentioned just like again band's not a good guy but it's like man he could have just had like some hard labor but no he is now dead on the ground yeah and then the i think this was just made a lot worse as a result the the objective worst one i did for sure was uh we uh we go into this little underground like cult temple type thing mm-hmm. and uh we find this this young boy like young teenage preteen boy he's like trapped under a rock that's like uh, we later find out his punishment from his dad. It's like, I'm putting you under the rock, son, because you, you you disobeyed, you know? And so, like, like you know, are we talking, like, in a hole under the rock? Or no, he like... just got his legs trapped under a rock, I believe it was. It's, oh, my it's, God. Yeah, it's, it's like, he's like, help, help, you know, and Goliath's strength, I, uh... I come up. What's that's... the ye old fantasy CPS? Like, <laughs> yikes. Yeah, they need to be, they needed to be there. But, uh, so, you know, he just picks up this boulder like it's nothing. He's a Goliath. They, they're, Even they're... if Beirut, they don't have enough funding. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, he, he helps the boy up, and he goes, hands him a crossbow, and he's like, you worship Tempest now. And the boy's like, I significantly shorter now than even a normal human. He's like, okay. And I would just, you know, classic God of War, I'm like, boy, you know. But uh, our first combat with boy, I never learned his name, went probably about as terrible as it possibly could for him so we walk in and there is a uh, a higher level priest of this cult and he wins out an initiative uh-huh. and immediately i believe it was either a thunderclap or a thunder wave either way it was a thunderous force and the boy had what one might refer to as commoner statistics and his head exploded yeah I was so, say, like... and the thing is i just went i again thogon's like tempest didn't like you not a problem i guess oh well and the worst part was I uh, we ended up meeting the boy's dad, who was like, yeah, yeah it was like, sure it was like, it was like, it was like a whole, <laughs> it's like a whole town cult thing. So like, we go up upstairs to the secret entrance and find. Turns out like the secret entrance is through the dad's basement essentially, and we're mm. like, the dad's like, I actually because I was like, I'll give the boy a proper burial cleric ceremony, you know how yeah. it goes. And so I just have literally a bloody sack over my back. And so what happened is we open the door, uh. The father sees a, an eight-foot-tall man with a bloody sack on his back, and he's like, what just happened? And I'm like, oh, uh, this is a young child who just died. And he's like, was it my son? And I'm like, maybe. And he's like, you killed my boy. And I'm like, oh, no, I didn't. Tempest did not choose your boy. <laughs> which was, which he didn't quite see eye-to-eye on that one. No, and I not. Uh, I, I believe we had probably about a good 30-minute argument with, me, like, me and character the DM and character of the father. Just like, you killed my boy. And I'm like, no, a priest killed your boy uh, of, of your little cult. 
I merely gave him the means to defend himself. And he's like, you led him to death. And I'm like, you left him under a rock. Yeah, I'm like, well, if we're going to go back that far, you put him under a rock, you know? So it's like, (laughs) so I'm like, we can just, we can just keep going back. You birthed him. You don't want to go go that far? I mean, I could put you under the rock. (laughs) Right? So I think, I think objectively though, like probably the worst thing he did, but very memorable, I will say, of just (laughs) causing a child's death and being absolutely cavalier about it. Like, nah, your kid sucked, guy. (laughs) Like, I mean, I can't, I can't. That that man had a hard life. I gotta say, I can't sympathize with the dad in this case. Unfortunately, I, thank you, like, thank you. Like I wish the kid was alive, but like at the that same time, like, like you left him under a rock. You put him under a rock. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least not a sheet of paper. You it's don't want to fall off the desk. It's not just a cell. You put him under a rock. That's a, like it's one thing. A spanking is one thing. Like a, a rock is a hole under the rock. Would a rock have been is better. potentially crippling. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> this is a big ass rock. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that was one of my more memorable moments for sure. Poor, poor boy. Again, yeah. still to this day, I have no idea what his name was. Just boy. 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 Yeah. That sounds... I remember, I just remember the scream I let out when his head exploded. Of, boy! boy! Poor boy. Boy. Boy, we knew ye well. Oh, we knew ye hardly. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, th- again, Thokon is, uh, that's the great part of him too, is he's not like a good person. By any stretch of the imagination, but God, if he doesn't think he is, like he, in his mind, self righteous. His, his, yeah, he is. He is completely within his rights. If and he will find you the exact page where he's like, "Oh no, I, I, it says I can do this in my book. It's fine. Don't worry, guys. I'm allowed to." And everyone's like, "Yeah, we worship a different god. It doesn't work like that here." And he's like, "Well, your god's stupid." So and I'm also eight feet tall. And I'm like, "Do, do something. Like, I dare you." Of course, and then I think Make that was also the, budge. <laughs> and and there's always the whole side mission too. Like I I am with a party, so the whole time like you know you're traveling along, but then I'm like I'm like hey uh, been a while since we talked about Tempest. Uh, can I? And then just like stop, please stop. And I'm like no, uh, can't stop, won't stop. You gotta you gotta <laughs> understand. I love this god. I just I just think there's something so fun about playing just a very zealous man. And, like, looking back, man, he would have made a great Path of the Zealot Barbarian, being a Goliath. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I'm like, I haven't done, I haven't had a lot of practice with Spellcaster. Cleric, mm-hmm. why not? I was also going to say, you're playing a hell, more of a muscle mancer at this point. A muscle, like, yeah, like, If he's as strong as he is, because he is technically still a, yeah. a spellcasting class, yeah. And that's one thing I found out quickly about War Cleric, because you think about Cleric, and I remember you talking about, like, oh, I'm a druid, but I heal. But I'm like, I'm a cleric, but I'm the frontliner, not the healer. <laughs> I'm like the exact, I'm, I'm the inverse. Druid, I, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm a cleric, but I'm on the I front kill. lines and I will murder you. It's not so much like, I'm going to cure your wounds. I'm like, you're dead now. Bye. Yeah. Just like, it's, and then... It uh, is it is a subversion of the class, that's for sure. Yeah, that's that's always one thing I live for in D&D is just, like, subverting expectations or just, like, honing in on the one thing. Like, I'll just get focused on one thing. Like, the, the Steel Bible, I get focused on one thing. I'm like, how can I make this work? I must. I remember just, like, yeah. when I was going over ideas, I saw, like, Bard, you know, musical instrument. It's pretty open-ended. I'm like, hmm, you know what's an instrument? Didgeridoo. And I'm like, can I play an Australian Bard who uses mm. a didgeridoo as a quarterstaff? I'm always thinking of, like, what's the silliest possible way i can take the text and be like let's run with it and make i it. wanted to play a bard that beatboxed oh just or or um had a um like a synthesizer or a sound bar <laughs> or something like that a, a melodica yeah essentially you're just like, <laughs> like let's make some noise or, or there was a time i wanted to play just a guy with an air horn and <laughs> like this this was before i even started playing like you know, I as had your dm no idea. as your dm 
hey, come to me with that idea. And if, <laughs> just don't, I'll, I'll, why not? Like, that was quite literally, like, my first character idea ever was either a bard that, like, literally uses a horn, like, like, or it was going to be, like, a magic item that uh, people with, or folks within 15 feet or something like that had to roll, like, a, a con save to withstand their eardrums being blasted out. And, like, air horns use up, a, a like, compressed air. Yeah. And I, the idea was that I was transported to this fantasy realm as just a guy with an air horn. <laughs> so about halfway through the campaign, I'd run out. And then, like, that oh, no. one. Like, <laughs> do. And, like, I don't know if I would have had commoner stats or what, but... Like, obviously, I have not done this because, mm-hmm. like, ever since then, I have spent a little bit more time thinking about my characters. You're like, what would actually, what would actually work? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I've never revisited the uh, bard of humorous nature, whatever. Or I have in the past, like, or what development would be is that a bard or an entertainer that, like, instead of a musician, because, like, bards aren't necessarily only musicians. No. They're entertainers. Yeah. Like, a comedian is a bard. Yeah. yeah, like, it could quite literally be that. So I figured, like, at some point I could probably try, since most of my characters tend to be sarcastic and wisecracking anyway, or just don't shut up. A pun mancer. Yeah, like, <laughs> quite literally just, like, just telling jokes or whatever. And if I just happen to, like, healing word, like, get up. <laughs> Essentially just, like, knife hand in that direction, and then the healing points come out, you know, like, mm-hmm. then, you know, what have you. But other than that, like, I can't, I don't, like, there's many ways to play this great and wonderful game that we all share, but subverting the idea of a class is one of my favorite things that I see across the board, Mm -hmm. and I just like how we all have this book that we just, like, collectively, like, or not, Mm. and go with it, and the best part is it's all valid. Yeah, that's, and that's one thing, too, it's like I said, I do like subverting, but at the same time, I'm, I'm one in the spectrum. I'm going to either subvert or I'm going to go so far into mm. I'm a chivalric knight and yeah. I'm going to hand roses to the ladies and just play it up and ham it up as much as I can. I just mm. love taking it to extremes is what I think it is, really. Because mm. that's the funnest Because I don't want to just be like, oh, I'm you know just sitting in the corner. I'm a brooding hero. I can't, oh I can't do that. And I know you yeah. talk about my brother, Beecher. Um, just I can't, I, I can't get behind that character because it's not, it's not fun. It's just a classic boring trope and it's just not... What do you do with that? I remember just, you know, he started off like super like, I'm going to convert all these people. I'm going to become just this this god among men. Mm-hmm. I'm going to become Tempest's favorite. And then uh, the campaign started getting a little lethal. We started having some deaths. Uh-oh. And Thokon is starting to just get like, he's had some close encounters. He's starting to get like a person like shook. He's like, oh God, am I not chosen? I think that's like fun to mm-hmm. play. Or all of a sudden he's having like a character crisis where he's yeah, like, like, oh no, no, no. It's like th- things are a lot harder when you're not with your whole entire Goliath squad. And you have just these squishy, useless humans around you. And it's, I just found that so fun to just play his like, not so much when downfall, but like his. When someone of faith is shaken, like it can mm-hmm. either re- like. It, it can make it stronger. It can make yeah. it strongest, or yeah, it and can it's, fall it, through. And like, it's funny because it, it started giving him more cavalier. Because like the more his attempted converts and party comrades died, the more he's cavalier. Because every time like you know one of our party members dies and we introduce a new one, like we always we always somehow end up meeting at bars a good bit, and we just like meet at yeah. bars. Like I'm like, yeah, fine, come along, whatever. You're probably gonna die. <laughs> 
you know, it's just like it got to that point. It was like, ugh, but like I, I know I'm good. Mm. You don't have a chance unless yeah, you like up death is. yeah, like uh, it seems that it was funny watching him get kind of shook by death as like things mm. go on because he had no problem dealing it out, but like seeing it to a friend, he's like, oh no, 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 I don't like this so much. Yeah, it can start adding up, especially like, especially since he seems to have a trend of saving someone and then it not working out. Yeah, pretty it's, soon it's, afterwards. Yeah, he's getting used. It just became such a common thing. It just it it, we- it it wears on you. I think. Yeah. I think all in all, I had actually. He just needs to have a few successful converts who just stay alive for more than three minutes. <laughs> I think in total, I had realistically one successful convert at by was the it time. Him? No, it was it was one successful convert who made it back to the uh, the Goliath Temple because mm-hmm. like you know DM was like roll to see for guys if you make it back because it's up the mountains and it's a mo- days long journey yeah. so like these random commoners might they- die on the way so I think realistically I think I only had one guy ever make it and oh that's an interesting thing I believe Thokon might be I'm not sure might be the first character you've interviewed who's currently dead what happened um what made Tempest not choose Thokon. I will say, or did he, Tempest, he is, did he Tempest is with Tempest now. Okay. I will say that much. He had a ha- happy, I'm doing air quotes for those watching at home. Um, <laughs> for those playing along. <laughs> for the, um, he, what happened is we're, um, you know, classic thing. There's there's an artifact. We saw a very powerful artifact, powerful mm-hmm. war pick, and uh, we almost had it. And then we didn't. Yes, this is that war pick. So we had it, and then we didn't. So we have to go back into the dungeon. There's Colm, He knows a little backstory about this whole war pick, but I'll, I, you I'll, can't I'll see my, you can't see my pained expressions. I'll alleviate the listeners of it. It's a long story, but uh, so long story short, we have to go back down because we're like, well, we this want, was a highly contested war pick. Yeah, we want we want to get back down there and like either get it or just like kind of finish up this temple because we never really finished it, right? Mm-hmm. So we go back down, and uh, it turns out a powerful genie. An Earth genie, if you will, Dao, I believe, had the war pick, and mm-hmm. we were like, uh, we all like go in and like realize very quickly, like we might be out of our death because we like kill the like little Duergar surrounding her, and then she's like, "Hey, leave," and we're like, "No." Well, what if we didn't? So our uh, our druid, who was wild shaped as a giant octopus at the time, uh, classic, uh, used 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 his reach and mm-hmm. grappled the pick out of her hand, and Thokon's like. Throw it to me! Mm. Uh, he catches it and then tries to run out the door. And I guess you know, thing you don't think about, genies can just teleport. That's just they can just kind of phase through they things if they want. They're, they're very magical beings. That's like kind of a Some thing we didn't. The most magical. Of we the didn't really religious. plan for like, oh yeah, they can just go where they want. They don't need to worry about doors. Their their whole thing wish fulfillment. Weird. But yeah. So uh, basically, the genie grabbed Thokon and said. You shouldn't have done that, and I got banished to the elemental plane of Earth, um, which I was a low enough level that I'm like, I, I can't get back. Yeah, I'm just there now, and this so is just where I live. So it was it was around the end of our session, so I'm like, I'm like, well, I'll have a new character next week, I guess, because like I'm not I'm not to subject the party to like I'm just wandering right. around the plane of Earth, yeah. and we're gonna have to spend an hour of the session doing what I'm doing when literally. I don't know what I would do. Like, there's nothing I can do. So you get, yeah. you have your new character, you play them, and then just at one point during the session, you're like, all right, we're going to cut to whatever Thokon's doing, yeah, and it's then, just uh, still there. But then what happened is the uh, pick was, I believe, linked to the Elemental Prince of Earth, of course, mm-hmm, and uh, naturally. he finds me in his own plane, because I'm sure he could. And it's GPS. Now, Goliath is pretty tall, eight feet, uh, still considerably shorter than a 60-foot rock god, more or less. And the rock god comes up and is like, give me the pick. And I'm like, 
No, and he's like, yeah. he's like, he's like, he, no, I don't know. Actually, I believe it was he said, uh, the rocker comes up and he says, uh, worship me. And I'm like, he wouldn't. And I'm like, you asked the wrong dog, my man. And I, cause you're barking up that wrong tree, yeah, man. The, uh, yeah, the DM and I were, while like actual plot was happening before my new character was introduced, like just slinging note cards back and forth to me, like going through this. And then, like he writes down, it's like, I, I write back to him, like, I'm like, well, do I think he's stronger than Tempest? You know, because that would probably maybe sway me a little. Yeah. And uh, the DM hands it back and he's like, no. And I say, I just send him a note card back and I'm like, He's. I'm like. I'm. I'm gonna fight him. Like one on one. Like he's like Tempest has got a sixty foot rock. Shadow he is the like, Colossus. He is, style. He's about to climb up him. And then you know, because again, we're not gonna sit here and like stop. We're like, hold on, we're gonna play out Thokon. He just. He. Just, I hand it back, and he very quickly. I see him write three words. And you just are like, dead. And I'm like, well, I think I know what three words those are. As it's slung back to me across the table, and I'm like, yeah. And then he writes on another one. It's like you feel a warm embrace. You know, Aww. and I'm like, like well, you know. Again, air, air quotes that everyone can see. Happy ending, you know. It's yeah, like, it's what he would have wanted. It's yeah, to it, die in combat and to be ch- chosen yeah, by Tempest. So. Essentially, yeah, I, I do believe. Again, it's just so funny. It's like worship me. It's like boy, if you ask anyone else, that's a maybe. But boy, I think it's funny that the the tallest motherfucker meets an even taller even motherfucker yeah. and then gets stomped. Like, yeah, because I believe the book he's in has, like, a little scale reference and, like, there's, like, birds that are, like, a pebble to him. Mm. Not even a pebble, just, like, very... Just nothing to this thing. They give you, like, some sense of scale. I'm like, oh, no. I'm, like, I knew, like, as I'm handing back his notes, I'm like, there's no way I make it out of this. There's just yeah, no, no way. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm already, like, I'm already banished here. I'm like, well... I'm gonna I'm gonna at least po- I'm gonna dink him in the toe with this pick and I'm gone. Yeah, that's like, it. We had talked on a different a previous episode about like sometimes like character death can be hard because of the sense of not yet. Yeah, because there's so much you want to resolve. I never got my holy army. I never mm-hmm. created a better monastery. I never saw really the end of the quest. Mm-hmm. And there's so much that. But again, I just think, and we were talking about this earlier too before we started. Just I think there's such beautiful moments you can have through a character death because to me. I think even though it was just passed on a note card with words, well, instead, I think just the words like, like the fact that I'm going up because I just believe so strongly in my God and I just get probably crushed, but just you feel the warm embrace just impacted me more than like I would have thought previously because like you, I'd spent so much time with this character and it's just like to see him get a, a, a fitting send off yeah. meant means a lot. And I just, again, I think there's something so beautiful about character deaths that like people always panic like, oh, I'm so scared. Like I invest so much time, but I mean... I've had a lot, so I've had. I've, so to a degree, I'm just like whatever. I have five million other ideas because, mm-hmm. and you know, I finally get to try out my weird, uh, my weird Sherlock Holmes guy that can <laughs> wild shape into a dog to track crime. But like, but at the same time, Tim you're Allen, like, Tim, <laughs> Shaggy Dog, um, <laughs> Sherlock barks. Um, but um, yeah, they're, they're just such beautiful the Hound moments. of Baskerville. Is that the joke? No, I. I I don't think that. I think the joke is. I, I think the character's name was Dowdfree Howells, but like, that was. Uh, there wasn't really much of a joke with the name, but, uh. Well, the, the first name was, again, because God, I love me some wordplay. The first name was a, uh. A pun. Well, not a pun, but it was a wordplay in that Sherlock, mm. take you some opposites, doubt free. And I'm like, doubt free. That's kind of a name. Okay. That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's one thing. It's uh, like Doe Hurdy. Yeah, like the, this. This makes this means nothing to anybody else, but it's like Doherty. Yeah, that's and that's one thing I also love about um, making characters. Like the name, there is, and we were talking about this earlier too. There's so much to a name. Yeah, I think, like the fact that Goliaths have 
the nickname that defines them. Good book, you know. Mm. There, there is so much to the name, and you have to sit there and think about it for a while. Cause yeah, if, that if, is if you, the most if convoluted it, naming con- convention I can ever think of. Yeah, if yeah, I didn't imagine them having such strict rules. Yeah, again, it's like the only race that they like care that much actively about. I feel like that they're like, oh, actually, and it's like, oh, because like the rest are easy. Like dwarves have, you know, a, a like. like you can call him like back doog denmar spitzwobble like yeah it, it, it's 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 something verb that may noun. be more of a halfling yeah. but you know whatever it's it's and it's it's like like a hard fist you know or mm-hmm. like or like halflings have the more like silly Philia ones like, iron fist yeah <laughs> another previous guest <laughs> and I, I just but the of course it's like and that's thing it's like it'll be one thing it was like multiple syllables and then it's like but it's a it's a noun noun name it's like no it's it's nonsense syllables and i'm like Oh no! What? <laughs> what do I do? That really threw me for a loop a little bit initially, but again, I kind of I got it out there because God, I love me some wordplay. That's yeah, again, my like, favorite part. Is like, how can I sneak past mm-hmm. a silly name? And I think that's one thing, much to the chagrin of my DMs, is that uh, like one of my characters, um, because because mostly it's when you're with your DM creating a new character nowadays, you're texting back and forth the ideas because yeah. you know you don't always. It's hard. You meet once a week. You're not going to mm-hmm. sit there and like flesh it well, out. Like it's the hold everyone hostage. Once a week, that's good. Like <laughs> if you're lucky. If you're um, lucky. If you're lucky. If there's, you have... there's some of us, especially some of our mm-hmm. li- like uh, on the Twitter sphere. There's once a month. Yeah. Like oh. and I, I, I'm so sorry. Rip. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like we're texting back and forth, and I remember saying like, because of course I have all these other these other silly things about him, and mm-hmm. like I just offhand mentioned he's a tiefling with orange skin, and his name is spelt. K A R U T, and you know that, that like if you read that on paper, that looks like a tiefling name. But then you sit down, and I say, and his name is Carrot. Yeah. And my DM's like, God, really? <laughs> and I'm like, Yep, you get, you agreed to it. I got you. Carrot. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Because because yeah, you look, it's like, oh, it's probably pronounced K Root or something. But it's like, yeah. nope, he's a carrot. <laughs> yeah. Like, I even describe like green hair and all this. There's like slight hints, and I'm like, gotcha. Yeah, like naming is extreme. It's like when uh, you're you've been prepping us for like the next campaign that is coming up and yes i of course have been looking at this eagerly like oh yeah you just, you have been sending me like things like i want to do this as i'm like all right yeah. like i like this as a character like even trying to like invent cars in your own new universe to where they're not overpowered but and i'm usually down yeah. and and with luck i might not have to play her so don't you don't even have to worry about that. Hon- honestly the, that's but, the great thing is that i i like the idea so much i'll probably incorporate it anyways so like they can even be fan boats that go across the ground admittedly it is florida oh my god i don't know why how have i not thank I mean, you i just now i'm thinking like, fan boats like is a fan thing. thank you so much yeah should be a thing if we're yeah. talking florida not to cody m but oh uh, you're, you're good like uh, it's, it's a cooperative experience both you yeah, know yeah. it's like i take from you and i give back but i was like i wanted to play like an asmar uh paladin because like i don't normally play martial classes and this was me like i know paladins can cast spells but this was kind of me like bridging that mm-hmm. gap i've even been thinking about a ranger lately to be honest like yeah, you know rangers, even we're talking like oh, i love rangers like i've never played one but i love them i like i, I they're, they're very overlooked class but then i finally played one i'm like this ain't half bad you yeah. know it's like you don't realize how much of utility spellcasters and how much they can actually do on a turn and you're like oh yeah. why does no that one think about that it? double attack like once once uh once my brother uh oh my god we haven't played in so long yolan uh once yolan he got to level five that's when he started kicking the sh- out of everybody oh, yeah. and that's the thing too because he's the hunter type mm-hmm. so he has the colossus slayer so he's able to bonus action uh hail of thorns 
arrow and if he had prepped these arrows with any kind of like magic oil or fire arrows or anything like that and he pulls out one of those it's enchanted with hail of thorns he shoots into a crowd deck saves that's on fire or arrow damage if it had taken damage before colossus slayer damage fire damage hail of thorn damage and then those around him have to do that and yeah. then second attack they're, and yeah it's they're like, very oh to damage dealers i remember because i was playing underdark campaign and i was like bloom stalker i never yeah. get to use this otherwise and all of a sudden you read it's like you realize at level three they have an ability where they're invisible mm -hmm. and their first turn they get an extra attack on top of their extra attack and because they're invisible in the dark to creatures with dark vision weirdly enough they like it's a strange class they Sounds like they it. have advantage on like all these attacks almost and mm -hmm. it's like it's very much like wow i did not appreciate this ever why have i not been reading yeah. into this one like i've also been kind of thinking about playing a ranger because they have one of my favorite spells that for some reason is just always out of reach because i i like to play druids and i just feel like ensnaring strike in which you hit something and vines come out and it restrains them. I just feel like that's very adjacent to what druids. What does that do with nature? That's my question. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, vines? What, what the hell is a vines? Like what vines? vines? So like a bunch of six second videos come out and like <laughs> what? Like that's it? No. And like halo thorns also, but like nope, unattainable to druids unless you multiclass as a ranger. A bard can get them. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Literally anyone else. But. It, yeah, it's so frustrating. So because like I like playing very nature magic heavy druids. Like mm -hmm. Lazarus in his original iteration was this kind of druid, but which is now Arlo. But um, it's it. So I've think been thinking about that. But like with uh, the paladin, I was like, what's a good angelic like sounding name? And Helena. And I was like, mm -hmm. um, I need a last name. Helena Handbasket. Okay done like there's and then i wrote the culture behind it that mm -hmm. would allow them to have these names like the war parties and like they would be given a nickname of some kind right and uh and it's like unless it sometimes it's hard to just come up with a crowley you immediately <laughs> know <laughs> like a, a dick this guy is like an easier like that's a yeah oh, you penis yeah it's like, like hank hill like that's you, a simple man like, simple, simple man two, like, two syllables that's his whole name like, like charlie brown like it's yep. it's so easy but it's also so hard to nail that oh yeah so. it's, it's it's very easy to misstep and that's one thing uh i think an overlooked part of as as dms we're not just creating one character for a majority of the campaign we're creating Everybody. a lot yeah we have to have like not like fully fleshed out but we have to be like really i mean i do have like a list of like if they ask me like who's this random guy's name like silly name boom but then like your important npcs you're like i need it to make kind of sense and mm -hmm. then i need it to be like dude Frank oh wait that's a weird name do they have an accent Burr. now and it's like yeah so i think it's just there's this weird just there's so much to a name like that we've been saying it, like i think this most recent dungeon we've done um for some reason roll 20 i don't know what i was doing wrong but when I was, like, looking up tokens for bandits or mm -hmm. whatever, I kept getting 18-wheelers. So for one of them, I was like, fuck it. I'm using 18-wheelers. <laughs> Boom. And I was, like, looking up commoners. And I think there's this guy, because I was just looking for people, a person. I just need a person. person doesn't even yeah. need a weapon at this point. But I was getting all these images, black and white images, of, like, this guy whose last name had to have been commoner. And like, there's just this <laughs> old guy. Like, picture, like, Ben Stein or something like that. <laughs> And just, just picture this guy, and I have, like, 13 different pictures of this guy. And they're all over this map. And I'm like, we're using these. So that's it. So eventually, they're sitting there, like, they my players had come up with different names for them. 
One of them was Alex, like Alex Trebek. Good like name. we started calling him Alex Trebek. Mm-hmm. Um, I kept the eighteen wheeler, so mm-hmm. now he's Optimus. <laughs> and uh, I think another one was Travis. Those are the three living members of this uh, thing because now this is their business that they're oh, yeah. whatever. So Optimus, I've actually went back and I'm retooling who they are. Mm-hmm. Alex Trebek is a veteran, like like the class veteran or whatever, and like he's kind of a better fighter. Or something he's an old man in a young man's game. Travis is just, like, he's kind of just a bandit or a berserker or something like that. And uh, Optimus is actually an animated uh, suit of armor now. And I think, like, he went to banditing because, like, he and his wizard, like, somehow he had gained, like, autonomy. But he like, was, like making, like, making money to go pay a different wizard to keep using a spell to keep him alive. Hmm. Something like that. Yeah. And because the, my players just, like, called me out on, like, Something I was doing to yeah, skirt by. Yeah, that's that's the that's the. They're just trying to make me squirm because like mm-hmm. I'm playing with my brothers and a lifelong like brother oh, sister yeah. and a lifelong friend. So like as play, a guy playing with my brother fiance and you all yeah. y- y'all will make me work for it sometimes. Yep. That's my thing. It's like I will sit there and I'll be like this person's name is this and like all of a sudden one of you can offhand be like I'm calling him this and I'm like that's well his, there goes that it's just like, it's just so funny how much you can just bring it crashing down immediately. And I'm like <laughs> well there goes that thematic moment I had planned, but like. <laughs> My, my great reveal of his great of, name is of course then he's now Daryl or something because someone didn't hear his name G- Jamroll <laughs> or his like, name's uh, Goopus because they heard the name Droop wrong or like oh that's right God forbid which even then Droop such a simple name such a sim- such a simple it doesn't matter how simple Dr- it is someone's gonna mishear it and you're like their name's this and it's like Goopus yep. we're here to help Goopus <laughs> who like, <laughs> he's not on the list he's not <laughs> but we've established that Thokon is a tough religious strict religious man oh yeah goliath hell of a man uh amos moses mm-hmm. but uh what was there any like was there a soft side did he have anything that like drove drove him that wasn't combat related like did he partake in like cooking or anything that seems as like a craft did he have like a softer side to him in some but or was he like go go he, fight he, or he was, was his softer side was his love for tempest his, i think his softer side was that because he didn't care who you were he thought big small thick thin you know you you are all equal in the eyes of tempest he like because again he wasn't a i said he's a bad person but uh, like he's he's kind of like how, he's how, better than the goliath who crushed your head and didn't give you the chance to didn't give you a chance to <laughs> Or but, he didn't take your wallet, at least. Like, yeah, it, like, he, he did believe in the good of everyone, mm-hmm. in in a sense. Like I said earlier, if, if you tell him you worship Tempest, he's like, I believe you face value. Mm-hmm. He's a trusting man. He had, like, it's not a soft side, but he wasn't, he, well, I guess it's a soft side, where it's like, I will trust you, and I will trust you with my life. I will give you money to mm-hmm. make your journey if you worship Tempest. I will arm you and if you need it. Yeah, like, and that, oh, speaking of, like, I remember talking. I'll pull talking, bol- boulders off of you. Yeah. Like, Earlier we were talking about packs, and it's like, um, you know, he had the, uh, the, uh, the packs and more things. I was just reading over like the, uh, the priest pack, which you mm-hmm. get, and I saw alms box, and I'm like, oh yeah, how can I make that work? And for every quest, he wouldn't take, he would take a, a small share for himself, but he would put a, it's a portion, tithe. It a portion of the, the money. He'd say yeah. he like the quest giver pop up the alms box, he's like, give it to Tempest, you know, because he would, I guess his soft side would be he wanted to improve the lives of his his tribe and make mm-hmm. a nice grand tempest temple yeah um i had to, had to pause for that and get that one right he wanted to make a good old tempest temple 
because at the end of the day, he wanted to make sure his tribe was taken care of, I guess, mm. would be his softer side, is what I'm working through Since now. Since he's head. not he'll... around, yeah. Tempest will take care of him. Tempest, yeah. Hopefully, at least. Hopefully. <laughs> well, he probably wouldn't, but yeah, like, he thinks he would. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe. Like, he, he, uh, no. <laughs> 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 but I mean, Tempest is a is a fickle. Well, not even fickle. No, he knew Tempest it. is just like I don't know. That, that you, guy's head exploded pretty good. That was you, cool. You want me to do what? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's cool that you have my emblem on your shield, but all right. <laughs> Shocker, bro. I keep going. Like, <laughs> just keep doing you. But um, I guess all right. Uh, if there's any like final thoughts you have on the uh, Thokon, I almost said Thonus. Thonis. But oh, I think it's because Thotis. Yeah. yeah, it's because, yeah, I think that's, and he is also a hell of a man who's huge and he strong. Is, oh, he's huge in many ways. Yeah. That D12 oh, roll. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you have any, like, parting thoughts or anything left, or if there was, like, a question that you had prepared to answer that I didn't ask, or if you have anything to plug, or if, you know, whatever, like, the floor is yours. We're winding down. Um, I will say that I think. Thokon was good in that I, like, going in, I saw clerics as just a class where, oh, they're the holy person, they're sitting there, they're just healing, and then that was really my first taste of what can I subvert, what can I change, what expectations mm -hmm. can I mess with, and I think that that's such a good thing to move out of your comfort zone, if ever you can, of, like, instead of just reading the rules and, like, well, I'm a rogue, I guess I'm a stealthy, I'm gonna I try and pickpocket everyone, I think it's so good to just take it and just jump out of your comfort zone be say how can i take this and hit the ground running and make it as strange as i can and just change the concepts just a little bit mm -hmm. flavor adds so much to every single character yeah it's all about that flavor be it spicy savory even umami and Ooh, i think it's important um. to get that right concoction and make a character that you can almost relate to but that makes again as a tall person i can relate because like hey can you reach that thing so i have that level of relation but at the same how's time, the weather up there yeah, it's you want to get out of the comfort zone, but also, <laughs> at the end of the day, you can't make a person who is diametrically opposed to yourself. And I think it's good to at least ground yourself in some sort of, mm -hmm. I can relate to this, at least I know how to act in a situation, at least, if something needs to be grabbed from a high shelf, for example. Yeah. yeah. But that would probably be my closing thoughts, is just try something new. If you've been playing a rogue all your life, be a barbarian. I think that's just so important to just try new things because you might end up loving it. Because yeah. I didn't realize how much I'd love a cleric, which will be classed into paladin later, but I didn't realize how much I would end up loving the cleric and paladin classes until I did it. Mm. And they probably ended up being my two favorite classes through this experimentation because I realized how much variance I can do with it. I know paladins are very and clerics are very strictly oath-bound, but there is the wiggle room if you put your imagination right to mm. it, and I think that's very important. Yeah. Like, I'm into it. Yeah. 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 I think it's a nice way to wrap that little, yeah, I think little so too. gift, though. But um, I appreciate you coming on, and no thank problem. you for telling me about your elf. Hey, if you ever need another elf to talk about, I've got multiple in the old, the the, the graveyard that is my character sheet oh, no. uh, folder. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. Oh, got the last word in. <laughs> I, no, you didn't.